Are you ready to become a VIP? Do you have a cell phone that you can text on? Then consider this an exclusive invitation. As a VIP, you will receive special secret offers via text. These items are usually free and they are always must-have craft supplies from beloved brands. Send us a text and become a VIP at scrapbook.com. Welcome to the Life Handmade Podcast with Scrapbook.com. This is the show for paper crafters, and I'm your host, Stephanie Foster. Today, we are joined by one of American Craft's newest designers, Obed Marshall. And Obed's first collection, Buenos Dias, and his most recent collection, Fantastico, feature products with both English and Spanish phrases and have beautiful color schemes. Be sure to check out both of his collections at scrapbook.com. Obed lives in Spain, and when he's not crafting, he's teaching English. So welcome, Obed. We're so glad that you're here today. Hey, Stephanie, thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to be here. I am such a fan of the of the podcast, and I can't believe I'm on it. <laughs> thank you so much. Well, we, we're just as excited. And just tell us a little bit about yourself. For those who maybe don't know a whole lot about Obed, um, tell us how you got started in crafting and, and becoming a designer with American Crafts. Yes, so I live in Spain. I'm half American, half Spanish. My dad is American, North American, and my mom is Spanish. I was raised for a few years in the United States, and then we moved here to Spain, and now I'm living here in Spain. So I I got started crafting when I discovered washi tape. I've always been a fan of like all things art related. I did, Mm -hmm. um, I went to art classes when I was in, elementary school, and I just always loved art. And then um, one day my mom gave me a a washi tape. She found washi tape, and she gave me a roll of washi tape. She said, like, you'll probably like this. So I I, I, I saw the washi tape, and I was like, oh, I wonder what this is. I really didn't know what was washi tape. I didn't know all the different types of products that there are in, in scrapbooking, in the crafting world. I really was just into like the real, like art and painting and brushes and that kind of art in that area. Mm-hmm. So this was all like very new to me. So I just like Googled washi tape and then all these things came up, ideas with washi tape. And then I started putting washi tape everywhere on doors, walls, on my, fo- <laughs> my phone case, on bottles, on glasses, everything, everything. And then um, I discovered there was like papers and then people that made scrapbooking and paper crafts with washi tape. They used it as an embellishment in their projects. So then I started buying, I, I bought my first papers and then I started making cards and that's how everything started out. Yeah. Wow. And this, I've got to just hold this up. How cool is it that you now have your own line of products and washi tape? I just love it. I mean, I really still can't believe it. I look at the products and I'm like, this is like a dream come true. To see like my own wash tape, my own papers, it's absolutely thrilling, really a dream, a dream come true, really. Well, so take us through kind of that story then from the time you became obsessed with the washi tape and you you found out there's this whole, you know, scrapbooking industry out there that you wanted to be a part of and cards. What did you start working on first? How did you learn it? And how did you in just a few years go from, you know, just being a, a brand new crafter to being able to design these products? Yeah, so I basically started making cards. It was just like a thing I made like for birthdays for family members 
uh, for friends. I would just make like cards. So I started making like different shaped cards, bigger cards, smaller cards. And then I went to, um, I went on a trip to Paris. And when I got back, I thought I'm going to document all these pictures. And I thought, how can I document them in a creative way? Not just like an old regular type of photo album, but a more creative style album. So I looked up ideas and I found these like scrapbooks, scrapbook albums, mini albums. So I decided to buy a, a notebook style album, which didn't have like the photo sleeves in it. It was just like pages. And then I decided to alter it. So I bought some papers that went along with some washi tape I had, obviously. And then so I printed up the pictures and I put some some papers and on it, some stickers. And then I made my that was my first actual scrapbook album that I made. And then oh, that's neat. Yeah, that was like the first one, basically. And then I just started making more and more and more and buying more and more and more supplies. <laughs> That's so fun. We would love to see a picture if you still have it of that first scrapbook that we could link in the show notes so people could look at that. That would be fun. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'll send that over. Mm -hmm. And so then how did you how did you partner with American Crafts? So once um, I was just like on social media on Instagram and I saw that they had a design team call. And so I went on their blog and then they request like a few things, like a few projects, like specific types of projects and stuff you would like to be part of their design team. So I thought, why not? I'm just going to send a few projects. I, I really did not think they would choose me. And it was, it's, a fun, it's a funny story because they, they had a date. They usually have like a date that they say, we're going to publish the new team or the new team for this new term. <clears throat> and they put a date on there. They were going to publish the, the new team. And so I sent all my all my things. I sent all the projects in the in the due dates and in the, in the deadlines, and and that date went by. And they didn't share like a new team or anything. So I thought they didn't choose me, and they must just like keep the 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 previous team they had. They might just like extend the the team members in one more term. And then uh, uh, my parents were like, "No, I'm sure they they I'm sure they're gonna choose you. I'm sure they're gonna choose you." And I said, "No, it's impossible. <laughs> the date already passed." And then they did. They sent me an email. And they said, "We would like you to be part of the the new team." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> I couldn't believe it. That's it, it's like amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that is so exciting. And how would you describe your style to maybe those who haven't seen it? So I would basically say my style is colorful. I really don't find like a specific like genre or crafting style that I'm that my crafting is really. I would just say like colorful, bright. It's not vintage. It's kind of more of a simple modern look maybe. Yeah. Gorgeous colors. All of the yellows and greens and pinks. <clears throat> all of the, the beautiful patterns. We've got these stickers, and this is what I love, is that you've incorporated the Spanish and English um, words in, and phrases in all of your work. And this is something I think that was so needed in the market. What was your thought on this process? Yeah, definitely from the beginning, since they chose me to be part of that design team, I always, it, was, it wasn't something they asked, but I would always send like all my blog posts, all that, I would send it in Spanish and English, because that's just like how I've grown up. I've grown up in a Spanish and English bilingual home. So it's just it's just like natural for me. So yeah. then they offered me to be part of their brand and have my own brand, my own collections with them. 
and they they offered to me if I would like to be the first bilingual collection with American Crafts, the, their first bilingual brand with bilingual paper crafting products. And I said, yes, of course, I would love to. And that's something I've seen. That's what I, I really like that people feel represented in, with the products. People that speak Spanish or people, yeah, people that speak Spanish in South America, Spain, in the United States, there's a lot of Spanish speakers. And I just love that my products can be bilingual, can have Spanish and English. Oh, absolutely. And such an honor, I'm sure, for you to be able to do that. And you've reached out and just connected with so many people across the whole world who now follow you. What has that been like? Absolutely amazing. I get like messages almost every day from people from all over United States, Peru, Argentina, countries that I wouldn't even like think of I would be in contact with. But that's like the great thing about social media nowadays that we can be in contact with people from all over. Uh, People in Australia, a lady from Australia wrote to me just yesterday saying she got my product. And I was like, wow, that's so amazing. I would have never thought it would reach all the way to Australia. It's just absolutely amazing, amazing. So cool that, yeah, it's a worldwide thing that you can feel so connected online um, with social media. And tell us a little bit about then this Buenos Dias collection. I love how it incorporates. It's got little cars on it and it has um, travel, travel phrases. It's the perfect summer spring collection that you can document your vacations and trips that you've taken. Like I went to the beach this summer. I want to do some layouts with it for that and maybe a mini album. But tell us a little bit about that one. Yeah, so Buenos Dias being the first collection, I wanted everyone that to feel represented in it. And so I really wanted the travel, the world theme to be in there. So you can find different travel icons. I love traveling. So there's suitcases and there's some retro cars because I really like, like retro uh, North American items like cars, like the Coke bottles that are in the collection also. And I really like that there's like that mix of travel theme, but it's also very springy, summery, and you can really use it for like, it's very everyday, actually. You can just use it for any time of the year. Yep, it's just beautiful. And then your second collection, Fantastico, um, tell us about that one and and how you came up with the, the designs for that. So this is a different collection, but it's also an everyday collection in the sense that there's patterns and colors that you can use any time of the year. And then there's some icons and then there's some like more subtle themes. And if Buenos Dias was a more spring summer collection, this is a more fall kind of fall vibe collection. It has several like fair carnival icons and themes or like patterns that say, oh, that you can probably when you see it, you'll probably think, oh, that's kind of reminds me of like a fair or a carnival. So it's it's kind of like that. There's some col- colors that are the same in Buenos Dias and Fantastico. So it's very easy to combine. If you still have some Buenos Dias product, you can mix them in and it's very you can use them both together. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Where you can build up on them, you know, cuz yeah, you could just use it for so many different things. So tell me now that you've been in the industry, how many years have you been crafting now? I've been crafting since around 2015. So if you had like free time where you weren't designing or working or getting ready to, you know, do something for work and you just had free time, what kind of a project would you be working on? Would it be like a layout? Would it be a card? Would it be an album? What kinds of things would you gravitate towards? 
I think definitely mini albums because they have like so many different like possibilities. You can do like a different binding each time. You can use, you can do like a different shape. I love that part of mini albums that they give you like more possibilities than like a layout. Cause sometimes if you're working on a layout, you're kind of restricted to that square that square, but in a mini album, you can do like, you can use like a different shape if you'd like, or you can make it bigger, smaller. So that's what I love about mini albums. Yeah. Mini albums are my favorite as well. I love them. Um, and you can also like finish them. I think that's what's fun yeah. is like with some, you know, some of the bigger albums, I feel like they're never finished or I don't know. I like the complete, oh, it's done and I can put it on my shelf and feel good about it. So Absolutely. you've made some beautiful products to go into those. What are some of your must-have products or your go-to product that you can't live without that you maybe use on a daily basis? Maybe, I don't know, something you always have on your shelf that you're grabbing that you just can't live without. Definitely my paper trimmer and my double-sided tape runner. Those two are my must-haves. Yeah. Those are definitely essentials, right? Yeah. What What's maybe a fun item though that you've, you've, recently gotten maybe addicted to and and love to use i mean not recently but washi tape obviously <laughs> but <laughs> still yeah. have a love for it right <laughs> yeah yeah i have like a whole collection i have like a bunch of them but i uh, if i would say like a new like relatively new like mini puffy stickers because they're like there's so oh, many yes. and you can like put them anywhere very colorful they give you like some dimension Add that little pop yeah definitely. yeah no that's that's wonderful. What is one thing that you, maybe a piece of advice or a tip you could give people on, maybe they're ready to start a project, but they're just not feeling the inspiration. How do you find inspiration in, when you're getting ready to take on a new project? Yeah, I sometimes um, go back and look at previous projects I've made and see if they kind of inspire me to make a version of it, like a new version of it. Or sometimes, I mean, inspiration is everywhere, really. Nowadays, social media, there's so much inspiration, so many creators out there. And I think if someone doesn't have that inspiration, I think they can definitely go on social media and and find a lot of inspiration. Who did you follow early on that maybe inspired you as a crafter? I mean, definitely all the American crafts artists, Heidi Swap, Damask Love, all of them have always been an inspiration, really. Yeah. Yeah, they're amazing. And you're a big uh, DIYer, right? Yes, I kind of like to, I like the scrapbooking and then I like the DIY home decor sometimes. Yeah, I kind of like mixing and, and trying different things. So what are some of the projects you've worked on for that? I like to make like altered like letters and words and stuff like that. And then um, wooden houses. I like to buy like wooden houses and like paint them and decorate them. Very cool. You can tell you're an artist because anything you look at, you probably look at and say, I, I could make that more beautiful, right? Yeah, definitely. Like picture frames sometimes that we uh, that we have like in the house, like old picture frames. I can like paint it and turn it into something else. Yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's really fun. Well, we at, at scrapbook.com, we have our as our co core focus that we love to empower people to make meaningful, beautiful handmade creation. What is a handmade creation, maybe the most meaningful one that you have made and given to someone else? This is a hard question, but I would definitely have to say like one of like the family, like travel mini albums. Like, I don't, I don't know if there's like one specially, but like, I like 
like all of them, like the whole collection I've made, like when we go somewhere and make a little, I make a little mini album about the place with the pictures in it. I think the most important part and the most meaningful are the, really like the pictures. We get them off our phones, we print them, and we can go back and see them over and over again. So true. Where is one of your favorite places you've traveled to with your family? I would think, um, I think Paris, Paris or London. I like both of those. I like those big, big European cities. I think Paris is my favorite city in the whole world as well. So I can relate with you on that one. What is there a meaningful handmade creation that someone has given to you that just meant a lot? Yes, there is. Um, I like to give in-person workshops also. And once in one of the in-person workshops, this lady gave me a hand-sewn like little pouch that she made like to store like my scissors in it and stuff like that. And I thought that was very meaningful. Yeah, I love it. I, I keep it and I use yeah. it. Yeah. That's really fun. Have you been able to do in-person workshops since COVID? Were you doing a lot before? And then how did that change during COVID? Yeah, I was definitely doing a lot more before COVID. And then when COVID hit here, it was pretty hard in Spain and there was like a lockdown. So everything was like, everything stopped. And now recently in the past month or so, they've started back up again. So I have done a couple after, after post pandemic, post COVID. So yeah, I've done a couple, but they have changed. Yeah, yeah they have. Have you, you've done a lot more online probably, right? Yeah, definitely. Since COVID started. How has that changed for you just from a social media, you know, aspect? I definitely have, turned way more online with COVID. I've worked a lot more on my online and yeah, I've done a lot of online videos and free tutorials and classes just to kind of entertain also during the time that we were, we were passing with the COVID. Yeah. And I, it's been so important from, I, we hear it from our customers, just from people online, they just still wanted that connection and that creativity that could help them feel better in a in a really hard and difficult time of, you know, of our lives. Um, it's great that people like you were there inspiring others and giving them, you know, ideas of things that they could work on and just seeing what you make is an inspiration. So we appreciate you doing that. Where can people find you online? Yeah, I am almost almost everywhere. But Instagram, uh, Facebook, Pinterest, and now on TikTok, kind of. <laughs> but yeah. Wonderful. What are, what are you doing on TikTok? Tell me about some of your videos. Um, just like not the dance videos. I'm not that. <laughs> I'm not into those. But like just like quick, quicker videos of like faster, like process videos, basically. Mm -hmm. And like so easier, kind of easier. There. Yeah, like easier yeah. and faster crafts. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Well, thank you for joining us today, Obed. We really appreciated getting to know you. Your collections, I, like I said, gorgeous. I can't wait to get my hands on them and just start crafting because beautiful, beautiful colors. You can see it in the background in your room. Did you decorate that room? I did, yeah. All by yourself? <laughs> it is gorgeous. Um, but we have loved getting to know you. We're so happy for you and for the success that you are finding. And we wish you well. I hope if you're ever in the U.S. that you can make a trip out to scrapbook.com and come visit us. Yeah, I would definitely love that. And thank you so much for having me. It's really been such a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. So fun. Hi, I'm Amit Marshall, and we just wrapped up an episode of Life Handmade Podcast, which I'm thrilled to be on. And now I would like to talk to you about creating mini albums and give you some tips for creating your own 
mini albums. So first of all, let's talk about paper. Choosing the right papers and patterns can be difficult sometimes. So my number one tip on choosing, on what papers to choose to create your mini album is to go for a collection of scrapbooking products because these collections are made to combine all the products combine in the same line. So you really don't have to think about what paper, what pattern combines with what pattern because they're all made to combine and coordinate together. So choose a scrapbooking collection. And if you have trouble combining patterns and papers, just choose one collection and stick to that one line of products. And that will be easier to create your mini album. So the next thing I'd like to talk about is how to incorporate journaling. Journaling can be hard to incorporate or easy. It depends on um, how you document and how you craft. Some people like to journal more, like to add more text, and that's perfectly okay. And some people like to add less text and less journaling to their projects, and that is absolutely okay also. So just choose um, any option you'd like on journaling. I recommend Um, A little bit of journaling, not too much, but a little bit is always a great idea to know what the mini album is about and what you are documenting. Another question is how many photos to include? This can be tricky at first because I personally take a lot of pictures. So sometimes I have to create a selection of pictures from a specific date or a specific season that I'm gonna document. So that can be hard at times, but it all depends on the type of mini album you are gonna create. If if you wanna include lots of pictures, well, you can make a larger mini album with more pages to include more pictures. And if if you just have a few pictures, you can create a smaller mini album with less pages in it. That is absolutely up to you also. So you just have to have fun there and choose how many photos you would like to include. If you'd like to include a lot or just a few, any option is great there also. Another question, another theme is ephemera. What to do with ephemera? Sometimes um, some people have a hard time choosing how much to decorate and what products to use to decorate their mini albums. And like I said before, if you choose a collection, a specific line of products, all the products in that line, you can use them in your mini album and you can know that they are made to coordinate with each other. So you don't have to be thinking about what coordinates with what. So for example, if you're using a a specific collection, which I recommend, you can use the ephemera from that collection and you'll know it will coordinate with the papers you've used in the mini album also. But sometimes choosing the quantity of embellishments is also, it can be tricky at times. So I always choose to go simple at first and go from less to more, okay? So I, I would choose to put the photo down first and then add a few ephemera, a few embellishments to see how it looks and then choose more. If you see it, if you think it feels really empty, add some more. That really is a personal choice also. Some people like to add lots of embellishments. I personally like to keep it simple in on the inside of the mini albums, on the pages. I'd like the pictures to be the main focal point. 
So I choose to use less embellishment than, for example, on the outside cover, I would add some more, but I usually like to keep it simple on the inside in the pages. Another great subject which I get questions about is themes, how to choose a theme for your mini album. And that kind of depends on what you are documenting. So the first question to ask is what are you documenting and what for? So for example, if you are documenting a birthday, I would choose an everyday collection. If you're going to document something more seasonal like Christmas, I would obviously choose a Christmas line of products that you can use to document that time of the year. But I would, I would start there. The, the first question is what are you documenting and what for? And then from there, I think it's easy to choose a, a theme or a line of products to use for that project, that mini album that you are going to create. The bottom line, my number one recommendation is to have fun, okay? It, just have fun creating your mini album and documenting and just soak up that process of creating and have fun. And we can create more albums or less albums, but the number one tip is to have fun creating and documenting those memories. Thank you so much for joining us again today, Obed. It was great to speak with you and get to know you better. If you want to know more about the items we discussed, like Obed's Buenos Dias and Fantastico collection, visit our show notes at scrapbook.com slash podcast. You can also shop scrapbook.com where you can find over 40,000 unique items and it's the number one online store for paper crafters. When you shop at scrapbook.com, you'll enjoy award-winning customer service, great prices, a huge selection of products, and super fast shipping. You also benefit from nearly 200,000 real product reviews from crafters like you. You'll find endless inspiration and meaningful connection in the scrapbook.com forum and gallery, and you can even take free online classes too. Be sure to subscribe to the Life Handmade podcast in your favorite app and enjoy our other episodes. We'd also love if you'd consider leaving a review for the podcast as it will help other crafters like you to find it. And we may feature your review on an upcoming episode. Today, we want to share a review from Robin who says, I'm a casual crafter about to tip over into a serious one. Love listening to the designers, artists, crafters, and others in the industry. I've taken several free classes from scrapbook.com, and this is just more great content from them. I appreciate all the different venues that scrapbook.com makes available for crafters, and I'm finding new things all the time. Well, thank you for that review, and we are, we're so glad that you're enjoying the podcast, and we appreciate the kind words. Happiness is life handmade. I drive doodles of eccentric, but-